Church, thanks for being here with us again tonight. Um, I don't know what day we're in. I know we're in the final week of this thing. And I just want to say thank you. If you've been able to do this every single night here at the church with us corporately, like just big props to you. That is amazing. I know for me, like we entered these 21 days of prayer and it was just like, if it could go wrong, it went wrong. You know, like my kids have been sick. Like, you know what I'm talking about? You're trying to press into God in a unique way, in a new way, and, and have these moments. And it's just like, it's hard, man. It's like the devil knows something good is going to happen. And he, so he's trying to do everything he can to stop it. And so we're just going to keep pressing in. And uh, I, I just want to encourage you guys with this. You know, I, I, by nature, I'm someone that needs to know how things work. Like, I'm, I'm by nature, I'm a doer. I'm not a very good planner. Um, I'm not a very organized person. What I am really good at, though, is, like, point, tell me what to do, and I will go do it. You know, like, I just am good at staying busy. I'm a lot like Martha. You know, if you think of Mary and Martha, I'm a lot like Martha. Jesus wants to come and hang out, and I'm going to be running around doing a bunch of stuff, you know, because that's just it's my nature. And uh, But Jesus said, no, Mary picked the better to just sit and rest at the feet of Jesus and receive from Jesus. And I love that Jesus didn't like tell Martha she was wrong. He just said, hey, Mary picked the better choice, you know? And so this 21 days of prayer for me, as we've done a teaching series back in the youth on prayer, uh, it's, been a, it's been a unique one because I've been studying prayer more than I have before, and I'm learning a lot of things. And, and if I can be very transparent, I'm a person that struggles to commit to prayer. Because there's a mystery in prayer. I can't explain it. I can't explain how it's going to work. I have a miracle that we need, like let's say just a healing in a family member's life. And you go and you pray and you fast and you pray and you fast. And, it, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if anything is happening. And it's hard for me. Because I'm like, I can go do something with my hands and I can see what's accomplished. But oftentimes in prayer, there's this mystery that's associated with it. 
surrounding the receiving part, but if we ask, we will receive. And so I think of this, okay, and I'm going to share a scripture with you, but I think of one time that I had an unanswered prayer in my life. I had a car, I think it was a, uh, it was like a 2006 Pontiac Grand Am, and the, the heater went out on So for like two years, I drove this car around without the heater. I mean, we're talking cold. We're talking the inside of the windshield would ice up. You know, it's cold. And you're like, why did you do that, Tim? Because I didn't want to take it to the garage and be told that it was going to be like a $500. Like at that point in my life, that, that just seemed like impossible. So you know what I did? I prayed, God, make this heater work. And for two years, it didn't work. And one day, a very polite gentleman in the church walked up to me and he said, Man, I'm just curious, you know, if you take that to a garage, most garages will look at it and tell you what the problem is for free. I went, no way. And he's like, yeah. So I took it to a garage. Turns out a fuse went out. I don't remember the exact price, but it was less than five bucks. They didn't even call me to see if I wanted them to do the work. They just did it. And they were like, if you said no, we're just going to let you have it for free. You know, one of those deals. But what's my point? My point is this. I was praying for a miracle to happen when I should have been praying, God, give me some wisdom, give me some provision, right? There was an idea in my head about how this needed to happen. And I promise you over those two years time, like I promise you people came up and said, the Lord just led me to give this to you. You know, and it might have been $10, $20. I'm convinced there were multiple times the Lord was trying to meet that need. But because I had one specific thing in my mind of how it was going to happen, and because of the fear of, well, I can't do it this way, I, I like shoehorned myself into not getting the provision that I needed. And that's pretty silly. You know, it's pretty silly. Here's what I want to show you. In John chapter 5, verse 19, Jesus is talking. He says this, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself, he can do only what he sees his father doing, because whatever the father does, the son also does, all right? So we see this image of Jesus having to be dependent on the father, because he's only going to do what he sees the father doing, right? So that leads us to this place of prayer. Prayer is how I engage, and I kind of see what God's doing, and I can go and do what I need to do in the world. But here's the part that, that really captured my imagination. It's the next verse. It says, for the father loves the son and shows him all he does. See, I love that it's that relational thing. I love that God the father is already working. He's already out there doing it. And Jesus, out of relationship, he's just coming to his father. And because the father loves the son, he says, son, let me show you what I got going on. And then the son participates with the father in the work that he's doing. Here's what I know, church, is that our Father in heaven, he's constantly working on our behalf. These things that we've been praying for, these prayer requests, God is already moving, and prayer is one way that we enter into that child-parent relationship, right? We are sons and daughters. We enter into the Father's tool shed called redemption and salvation, and we get a glimpse at how he's moving and how he's working and what he's speaking. And then because he loves us, he lets us see and he invites us to come and participate. This has captured my attention. I want that relationship. It's easy for me to believe that part, that God is moving. Right? The mystery of it all is where I get lost. But I can believe with all my heart that God's already moving. And if prayer is about me entering into his tool shed and figuring out what he's doing, okay, let me move that. 
listen, if that's what it's like, then, man, I can, I can grab a hold of the idea. Let me enter into prayer to find out what God's doing today and so on so in my life. How is God trying to meet the need? And I just wonder if my prayer life, back when my car, you know, he didn't work, if I would have been so dead set on this happening, God, just make a miracle, just make this healing. If I would have just been like, Father, how are you trying to work this out for me? Because I'm positive you don't want me living in Ohio without Peter in my car. How are you trying to work this out? In prayer, maybe I would have been open to him saying, well, hey, son, just drive that puppy to the garage. They'll take care of you for almost free. You know, like something could have happened that would have helped you. I remember as a young boy, and I'm going to share this as I close, and we get ready to go into worship and into like 25 minutes of personal prayer. I remember as a young boy, like my dad worked in construction. And I remember when I was real little, like, I thought my dad was the coolest thing ever, you know? And so I would ask my dad to take me to work with him. And, you know, there was no, like, child labor laws or anything about some kid just going to a construction site. So my dad would take me, and I remember asking my mom, like, I want to dress just like my dad, right? So she would go buy me the same work boots that he had. I'd get the same kind of blue jeans. I'd wear the exact same color T-shirt. Why? Because I just loved my dad. I thought he was the greatest. I think this is kind of what scripture is getting to when Jesus is like, the father loves the son and shows him all these. I see that same kind of adoration. That Jesus is like, my father is the best. Like you cannot get better than our heavenly father. He is the absolute greatest thing that we've got going for us. And the best part is he's not keeping us at a distance. He's actually opening himself up to us because he loves us. He says, come on up here and see what I got going on. In fact, if you want to, you can, you can do this with me. I just think that's really cool. And if that's what prayer is about, for me right now, if that's what prayer is about, man, I can buy into that kind of prayer. And part of my studying for the sermon series, I've been uh, reading a book. Uh, it's by a pastor. He just writes on prayer. It's a really cool book. But he made this statement in this book, and, and, it, and it just captured me, like, in a, in a deeper way still. He, he quotes what Jesus says about prayer, stuff like, you know, ask anything in my name and you'll receive it. And in this book, he says, you know, I know that a lot of Christians struggle to pray. He said, I think the problem is we don't really believe what Jesus says about prayer. Because if we did, I think we'd struggle to get Christians to stop praying and to go do anything else. You know? And that hit me. Like, man, where am I at with my faith? When I come to pray, do I really believe that as I'm led by the Spirit, as I'm praying, God, your will be done, not my own. You lead me. You guide me. But show me what you're doing. Help. There's a need that I see, and I know you're moving there already. I know that you're already working. Show me what I need to do. Like, he's just going to bring me in, and he's going to show me, and he's going to do amazing things through people that just seek him. So that's the challenge. Like, do we believe what Jesus says about prayer? Let's get after it. Would you guys stand with us as we worship again before our prayer? I feel it in my bones, you're about to move. I feel it in the wind, you're about to ride. You said that you would pour your spirit out. You said that you would fall on sons and daughters. So
corporate pair here in just a minute but before we do I wanted to share some really exciting stuff with you guys all right so we had a student a former student of our church in our youth ministry graduated out of the youth went to college at Ohio State I got a text from this student that I thought you would like to hear and this is the direction we're going to go in prayer tonight so if you're wondering how it ties in Text goes like this. I'm going to leave some of it out, but I'm going to give you the good stuff. Hey, Pastor Tim, super exciting Holy Spirit stuff is happening on campus. This is Ohio State campus. The Ohio State campus. This is in Lima. This is the Ohio, in the capital of this state. It's cool. Um, some people, she mentioned some people by name. I won't do it. But she says some people started learning about the Holy Spirit started praying in tongues, and like so much more cool things have happened to them. But what's cool about it is no one talks about the Holy Spirit here in ways like miracles, prophecy, tongues, etc. Like they're not talking about the gifts of the Spirit and the, the baptism of the Spirit and things like that, but it's happening anyways. Is that just the coolest thing? Like he's just like, I'm going to do it. Like God's just like, I'm going to do it. I think it's so cool. Anyways, he says, so seeing God move like that, in, in their lives is, is so amazing. But I'm truly believing and feel like the Holy Spirit is doing crazy things here. We have a worship night coming up this Friday. That's this coming Friday. And she's pumped about it. She asked if I, but I'm going to say we, can be praying for the Holy Spirit to move in her life and on the campus in incredible ways. And I think amen to that. There's a public university, public school system. You know, I just love that, that Jesus is going to break out. That's just what he's going to do. He's going to break out. And there's nothing like, why can't this happen at Ohio State? Why can't this happen at Botkins 
or Wapak. We're like, why can't this just happen? I love that. And to see a student is just like so amped up about what the Holy Spirit is doing. And so I thought, we're going to pray for that. And that's what we're, we're just going to corporately pray for that. And right before we get into prayer, listen, if you joined us, if you're watching on live stream, thank you for doing that as well. Like, it's a commitment to be here. Thank you for doing that. Would you guys stand up with me? And just, like, as I pray, if I say something that you're just like, yes, just amen it for me so I know you're with me. And if I start naming schools, name your school. Name where your kid, your grandkid goes to school. And we're just going to believe God that supernatural things are going to start happening. Here's what I love. In Scripture, real quick, in Scripture, we see divine moments where God just moves when nobody's praying for it. Like Saul on the road to Damascus. We don't have any record that the church was praying. God just said, I'm calling you out, son. And then we have moments in Scripture where the people are praying and God responds. So I'm going to be praying over our schools that both things happen. That God just does his own thing and we catch up to him. And that God appoints people and he does specific things, partnering, divine partnerships with believers in all our places. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, God, we just start off with lifting up, God, what's happening at this school. God, with these students. God, we just lift it up to you. and we, God, we're joining our faith with this girl's. God, to say that you can do amazing things. And, Father, we pray that what they're experiencing right now is just the beginning of a new move, of a new revival that's going to sweep over that campus. Father, I pray that as they seek you, God, as they, as they just tune in to what you're doing and how you're leading these, this group of believers to evangelize and minister to the students of this campus, God. God, I pray that we would see the birth of a new thing. Father, we know that you've been there doing your work all this time. God, you've always been there. But God, we're believing for a new thing to happen right now in this season, Father, that there would be a momentum that's built that many, many students, God, would find salvation in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, that the truth of the gospel would just start breaking forth in new ways on that campus. God, we lift this worship night up to you. Father, we pray that the presence of your spirit is tangible. God, wherever this gathering is taking place on that campus, Father, we pray that it's a tangible presence. Father, we pray that students would just know that you're real the moment they walk through the doors, God, because you're so present with them. God, we pray for the supernatural to take place in that gathering, Father, for supernatural healings to take place, Father. Even when people aren't praying for it, God, they just walk in the doors and healing takes place. We don't want to limit what you're capable of doing. So, Father, we lift Ohio State up to you. Father, we're praying, we're asking God to do amazing things in the lives of these students and the faculty there at that campus. But, Father, don't let it end there. God, we pray for our local schools, Father, from our elementary schools all the way up to our high schools. God, we pray that believers, Father, would just rise up in boldness and encourage, Father, that they would be bold about their faith. God, as they live lives that are just, God, so countercultural. That, Father, people see the way that they live and they can't understand the love and the kindness and the goodness that's just flowing out of them because of the love that they've received from you. It would just cause people to question, God, that your spirit would start to break out in our schools, Father. That our teachers and the faculty that are followers of you, Father, that you would start creating ways for them to be able to share their faith, Father. That students' curiosities would start to be piqued, that they would start to ask questions, and that the gospel can be preached in their classrooms. Father, we pray that our schools turn into sanctuaries. Nothing's impossible with you, God. You can do anything. Father, help us to believe it. Help us to pray for it, God. God, and I pray for our students. Lord, I pray that a supernatural courage comes over them. 
that, Father, in the midst of a culture that might be going extreme one way, that, Father, they would stand steadfast on your truth, God. No matter what kind of mocking or ridicule they may face, God, we pray for courage that they'd stand up and say, the way of God is the way we're going. Father, that they'd be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being thrown into the fire of culture. But, Father, they would know, God, that Jesus Christ is right there with them. That they're not walking into it alone, Father. That when they're like Daniel, thrown into the lion's den, Father, they can have peace. Because they know that you're with them, God. God, I pray that the joy of salvation would just start to well up inside of our students and the faculty that are following you, Father. I pray that just joy and peace would just come like a flood into our school systems. God, we acknowledge that you're always working. Father, we pray for a greater revelation of how we can partner with our students and with our local school faculty. God, how can we support them? God, give us eyes to see what you're doing, how you're trying to get in there and to rescue people because that's what you do. You are a rescuing Savior, Father. And you're not afraid of the darkness. No, you're running into it. Help us to run behind you. God, I just thank you that you're faithful. God, you're faithful. And we pray for more and more testimonies to come out of amazing things. Students coming into our gatherings, into our church services, just excited to share what God is doing on their campuses. God, help us as a church, as adults who have done, fought that battle and got to the other side of it. Help us to support them. God, help us to support our students, to love them well. God, to encourage them, to be there for them, Father, to understand the weight of going against culture, Father, and to be there to lift them up when they're feeling weak, God. God, that they would just be the light shining in the darkness, that they know they're not there alone, that they got a church that loves and supports and embraces and is praying with them and for them, and that we're supporting in any way that we can as they go into the mission fields that is the school system. God, we just thank you that you're above it all. God, that in everything that's going on, Father, you saw this moment in time. And you positioned the people exactly where they needed to be for this moment. For your kingdom to advance. For your glory to be made known. And Father, we just want to acknowledge that. That we are the church for right now. This moment was prepared for us. Help us to rise to the moment. Help us to stand up in holy faith. God, believing for the impossible to take place. The gates of hell cannot prevail against your church, so help us, Father, to not act like they are. Help us to not act like they are. God, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Father, again, we just want to lift up Ohio State campus to you, Father, this ministry that's going to be taking place this Friday night. With our final words tonight, Father, we just lift it up and we say, let your glory be made known on that campus. God, and we pray for incredible testimonies from this night of ministry to come forth. Many salvations, many miracles, Father. God, and we thank you for the work that you're doing and the work that you're going to continue to do. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Church, if you would, continue praying with me for that service at Ohio State. It's happening Friday night, so... We got three more days.
Let's make sure we make that a part of our prayer as we go through these next couple of days. All right, amen? Amen. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow night.